You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, Second to none, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Folks, it's the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. You can see a lot of the different stories that we've done, uh, exclusive video, and a lot more. The segment, it's time for DePietro Debate. With me is one of my siblings who happens to be a columnist for the Sun Chronicle in Attleboro. Her name is Donna Perry. And uh, DJ, I do want to start off with, um, and this boy, this is going on everywhere, and it's mob rule. And it's uh, rewriting history and time to take down certain statues. In some situations, if you don't like it, just go and knock it down. But let's um, let's go close to home with what's going on in Boston with the Abraham Lincoln statue. Sure, and good to be with you, JD. Um, so there's a petition going around now. Just started late last week. Um, it started with an activist, and it has to do with a call to have a very prominent statutes, really almost like a memorial uh, of Abraham Lincoln, no less, that sits about a block from the public garden, you know, the Boston Common, very big, prominent uh, uh, area. Um, And this activist claims because the depiction, which is obviously directly related to Lincoln's, you know, monumental impact on American history, Lincoln, who freed the slaves through all of his years of determination to do that. In the statue that is now being questioned, there is Lincoln in a very large prominent role, and then there's the the you know depiction of what would be a young male who is like a freed slave and the broken chains are like visible on the person. Now this is a historical, obviously, depiction. Because of that, um, this petitioner, uh, guy has said that it makes him uncomfortable and it has made him uncomfortable for many years. He's lived in the city and he says that the statue should be removed and that it could be put away. And he said something to the effect of that, um, you know, in later years, it could be brought out. uh, We could talk about it, but you know, this is something that should be removed. It makes him uncomfortable because it shows uh, the black male in sort of a, a less than, kind of depiction now jd he's got about eight nine ten thousand signatures to this Mm. the fact that and i want to also just really call out now that mayor walsh does not see this as a moment by the way it's almost like a teaching moment john to say okay this is not the same as the confederacy statues by the way which i feel in some cases in the south are rightfully the time, I think, to be removed. I mean, if there were generals who stood for the continuation of the institution of slavery, which we know there were, 
Right. I, I really would not argue with people who would say, in not just in this moment, in this day and age, those are probably not correct to continue to stand there. You saw NASCAR do the flag and all that stuff. But I think in this case, what bothers me is that Mayor Walsh, who was so sheepish and just said, you know, well, I, I guess we'll think about it. G.D., this is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And, and if we have... You know, these activists are not, it, first of all, you can politely say that's a very misguided gesture. I understand this is obviously a very fraught time, but I think this is a very important moment to see if Walsh is capable, and I worry that he's not, John. He yeah. is like not capable, as many of Democratic elected leaders are showing right now. They're like afraid of the mob mentality. Yes. They're afraid of the crowd. They're afraid to take a stand and say there has to be a distinction between what you think, you know, is offensive again in Confederacy and what this represents. I mean, and I just find it astounding in a state that prides itself in leading the nation, A, in education, with all the world-renowned higher education institutions of Massachusetts. And so far, no one can even weigh in and say this is a significant statue because of all that it represents that was to further the argument, John, for equality. I, I just I find it astounding. And I think it's actually a very dangerous tipping point when you look at a mayor like Walsh, very sensitive to maybe his control of the city. And, and you know, you're seeing this across the board, whether it's, you know, Ramondo and that very crazed, awkward thing that happened on the state house steps. So um, it, there are a lot of signatures. I find the way even the local media depicts it. I don't know that I've seen anyone point out the role of Abraham Lincoln. I mean, wow. <laughs> I, I I find it nerve nerve. You know, I think it's disturbing for all those reasons. And you know, if we're going to try to almost hide and and almost like hide in disguise history. Uh, you start going down a very slippery slope. And I think yes. some of these Democratic mayors and governors, they've got to know when there is a point of taking a stand. Well, and they want to redefine it. And we are seeing this is mob rule. This is uh, in the media to me in some ways. And I try to call it out complicit. From the very beginning, they start to describe it as a peaceful protest. How do you know it's going to be a peaceful protest? Why don't you let the protest take place? Then at the end of it, you can decide whether or not right, it's a right, peaceful right. protest is, oh, you know, it was great for 95 percent of it, except for the last 5 percent last hour of it when they were burning some, you know, police cars. And when the city windows. was burned. That's yeah. right. But this is mob rule. This is a total act of intimidation. And whether it's a petition now or then it could become a threat that we're going to protest, and if you don't like it, we will literally burn your city down, and there'll be violence. I don't know, I, I don't remember ever seeing a time, uh, Donna Perry, when our local officials are, it, it's tough to find anyone truly showing any leadership, because it right now, everyone seems complicit to just bend to the, the mob rule, whatever the mob is demanding. Right. And, and I think what is disturbing is like there's no bottom to this. I think that's what, you know, he's not getting. Um, again, they they beheaded the Columbus statue in, right. in, you know, Boston's historic Italian North End. Yep. Now they beheaded it, trashed it, blood all over it. You know, we've seen this go on. And then they sheepishly, you know, the whole thing, he got the crew out there and they they sort of six o'clock in the morning. And, you know, it's kind of a nobody's watching. And and then he said, you know, we're going to put it away and we'll, you know, we'll kind of create a, a different setting of some discussion or whatever. I, I just think that um, there's no bottom to it because, you know, w when all of history we know, whether it's Boston, America, look, it's not pretty. It was ugly. Uh, there was a lot of inhumanity, the good and the bad. But history is, is right. history. And you can't you're going to go down a road where. For instance, now there's an, there was a group, I think this has been recurring, they want to change the name of Faneuil Hall. Um, that has been an on and off thing. Now, up to now, Walsh had said, no, that's not happening. Well, you know what? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how loud that gets. 
Um, I mean, there's all kinds of places all around Massachusetts. I, I mean, what, what if someone wanted to change the name of the state, which I do believe is derived from, you know, the Massasoit tribe? I mean, wh- where does it end, well, J.D.? Wait, you know, where... Speaking of the, the change the name of the state, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro with us is uh, Donna Perry. Um, I mean, that's what's going on in Rhode Island, even though, you know, they all acknowledge right. that its plantation meant farming. It was state of Rhode Island, which was you know, Newport and then in Providence Plantation linking it, which was the Providence Farms, basically, it was all farmland. But it doesn't matter what the definition is. It's just now it's a matter of how loud the crowd is is going to get. And that's what it seems to be. And and I'd be curious your thought on, I just can't think of another group where it'd be tolerated that if they don't get their way, then there's going to be, it's violence. I mean, when you are talking about burning and smashing windows and destroying police cars and throwing things at police and causing such social unrest, regardless of the motivation for it, I just can't imagine if this was the Tea Party or another group, um, if this would have been allowed, but it, it has been. It's tolerated, and we're seeing our, especially the Democrat politicians, basically bending to mob rule. Yeah. And, and I realize, you know, this has been, again, over the years, the argument of the state of Rhode Island's name. Um, and some see that, well, they thought that was a reference to, you know, southern plantations. Um, but it was about, you know, the the farming tradition. I mean, I, I also would point out that a lot of these elected leaders, J.D., where I'm going with some of this and when I watch this, what Romando also doesn't see you know, they may look at a statue or a name changes. Oh, well, that's simple. Maybe that's wallpapering. What, you know, okay, I'll go along with it. But JD, as you have very, very well pointed out in, in your always in your great shows every day, like that, that's not where it's stopping. No. You know, those, those might seem superficial things, but how are you going to go when it's the bigger things? And that's what we're seeing in, uh, right now, which is what you got going on with the whole argument over the police department yes. and the existence of policing. I mean, for them to think it's just going to stop with, you know, when Walsh up here, I mean, he moved like three million from the police overtime yep. budget and said, well, we're going to put this toward, you know, social um, use and social workers couldn't be more active in all this. Well, A, you know, we have huge human service social worker budgets to begin with. I mean, for anyone to act as if there has not been colossal investments over the years, J.D., and family services, I mean, that's just rewriting history. Mm-hmm. Of course there's been investment. Those programs are 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 there. So I guess, you know, the thing of with uh, Romando and the name change and then statues and for them to kind of hem and haw um, and, and, you know, they don't really want to take a stand. Where are they going to be when the demands get much more significant? Yes. Folks, coming up, we are going to talk about name change Columbus statue. Also, just the state of uh, police right now. And then, of course, uh, the presidential race. It's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, for your business mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-21 meg mega truck and trailer repair commercial trailers diesel equipment remember free estimates call them today 508-336-2110 mega truck and trailer repair FHWA inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for Mega truck and trailer repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. 
With me is uh, Donna Perry, who's a columnist for the Sun Chronicle. And uh, DJ, I want to just stay just for a moment again with the Columbus statue, because I asked Governor Raimondo yesterday. Now, the Christopher Columbus statue in Providence right now is basically in a box. It's almost like when someone's getting a gift and there's like this big box wrapped up in the the living right. room. And, and, right. and then you go downtown Providence and the Biltmore is boarded up and the hotel across from the Biltmore is boarded up and the budget rent-a-car has a huge thing ready to board up. And you go all through downtown and all the store windows, a bunch of them, uh, more are boarded up than not boarded up. And I, my question was, like, so is this just the new way that things are? I mean, it's kind of, is this just it? So, so when we're fearful that they may smash things, we're now going to board them up and cover things up almost like you see like when a hurricane is coming in. This, as you also pointed out, the problem they're entering entering is into to me is these are becoming like negotiations and concessions. We'll give you the state name. We'll take down the statue. We'll do this or that. We'll divert funds. But what they don't understand or know is where is this leading, whether it is in the South or whether it's in, you know, New York City or in Boston, when the mob makes their demands and if they don't get their demands met, threaten to once again we're going to do social unrest and protests for the next five nights yeah i'm just not sure whether or not we see a politician who's not going to end up just chasing their tail on this whole thing well you know that's very very well put and i i followed when you asked her about that and a couple of points first of all you're very correct john by any measurement providence does not look open it it certainly doesn't look like open for commerce. And it certainly doesn't look, you know, open in any kind of a welcoming, friendly way. It just doesn't. And I think, you know, she has, she throws this out at many of the briefings where she says, my family and I, we went out to dinner. It's great to get out and all this stuff. Well, yes, but I, I don't see that the city would anything resemble looking um, open. And when everything looks boarded up, you know, it, it it just doesn't feel right. It it like you say, it almost looks like a place of closed down or yesterday. And um you're not gonna welcome people if the whole city looks like it's in a box. Um but I, I think you're also on to this very important uh chapter we're going into. Um and it harkens back to when there were a, a lot of unrest and you think of groups that were almost challenging the U.S. government itself way back 60s, late 60s, J.D., and they used the term non-negotiable demands. And that's really what you don't want to enter into. And as you say, there is a sense of, you know, hey, we need this to happen. We want this to happen. I can produce 9,000 people to march down your main street if, you know, we don't seem to have it happen, you know. Um, and, and that's just not uh, any recipe that these people, that the elected people can go on going forward. Um, and I do think it's what you're going to keep seeing. The bar is going to keep getting higher on really the heart of this originally anyway um, was about the policing. So uh, and where that's going to go is, you know, defund police, which was in a, in a way an odd way to bring that out, um, is really, you know, that I think that's kind of quickly turning into this issue of um, disband police departments. And, and then now you're, you know, you're seeing that out there on Twitter. Um, unfortunately, running public safety takes more than a hashtag. Yeah. You wow. Know? Um, so and- it, it absolutely is going, though, in that direction. And that's going to be really where the test of these kind of leaders are, are going to be. You know what be. else you're also seeing is just the um, it is two sets of rules during this pandemic. I mean, and it's best illustrated in a place like New York where you have de Blasio going after people that are in Central Park or in the Hamptons or Governor Cuomo. And they're saying you're too close. And there's too many people together. Yet they don't breathe a word of criticism when there are thousands of people, no mass, standing soldier to soldier. So it's okay if you're at a protest and they're there for a period of time. That's okay, but let's go after if there are a group of people socializing in the street or at a party in Central Park. Um, And this is spreading everywhere. Donna Perry, how much longer, though, is the general public going to tolerate this? Because obviously the mob is not going away. You get the sense this is going to be going on all summer long. 
people are silent right now, but this is how much more will the average person take? Yeah, I mean, the hypocrisy that is going out directly from the Departments of Health, yeah. by the way. Uh, and Dr. Scott has certainly, unfortunately, shared in a, projecting a lot of hypocrisy, in my view, uh, from the podium and a lot of decisions she has made. And I think you're exactly right. I think that people are just done with it. And, and they are now seeing these really like two worlds kind of laws. And uh, they're, they're just saying, well, it's okay for eight, nine more thousand people who are basically, and vocalizing, if you're chanting, you're using That's your right. voice very loudly. How many times have we heard Dr. Scott say, oh, they worried about people doing loud talking in a restaurant? I mean, for God's sake, you have people marching and chanting. And I mean, the fact that, um, I, I just don't think the, the public, they've lost the public on a lot of the guidelines, yeah. J.D. And they're going to lose them. And again, the politics that have entered the public health bureaucracy is is very disappointing and it's it, it's shameful really i mean the fact that you know here we are all the way up to we're coming up to father's day and you know i'm following what the guidelines are still very strict in rhode island um and and all this and and yet people do see that it's perfectly fine to have all these groups and it's you know you all this you can what do a drive through and see this elderly uh. parent for like from a distance in a car I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know how they can keep getting away with that. Um, and we've gone all this time and people who haven't seen an elderly person and the elderly person, it's, it's cruel. And they have not seen their whatever adult children um, or grandchildren. And, you know, I do think in mass Baker's being a little looser. Yes, he is. Uh, ironically. Yes. Yeah. About all that. And, and, and even where they had the, the vets homes, the soldiers homes where, which had terrible outbreaks. Um, and they are allowing beginning, I believe it was, um, Monday, they, they're actually allowing visits. So why Rhode Island and Dr. Scott's health department remains so rigid on that, uh, when mass, which was like worse hit than Rhode That's Island right. has now been able to graduate to that level. I, I think that they need to be, and you're doing a great job at, at a JD, they need to be challenged yeah. on that. And, and I, I don't know what her logic is, but we also know she's encouraged her own staff to be in protest. Now they kind of hide behind and say, oh, we're handing out masks. I, I think there was a lot of uh, political reason to, to show this, you know, solidarity. Um, and, and so I, I agree with you. I think, you know, and then we see the issue of, they're um, they're having you know they're concerned about how people looked on the Block Island ferry yeah. um, and, and all that and and talking about that um, oh well now John they're on the ferry it in ocean air right. and ocean wind yeah. we've all been on wonderful ferry ride we know what that is so for that to be more concerning than the thousands of people who have run around and are still apparently running around quite a bit in Providence with protests. Um, and, and to just, I, I just don't think you're going to have any shred of credibility left yeah. very soon on that. Folks coming up, we are going to talk about uh, vice president Biden. Who is he going to pick as his running mate? Also president Trump's having his first rally coming up this Saturday. Uh, it's all ahead with Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro show. I received the nicest email from one of our listeners saying, John DiPietro, thank you for telling us about Winfield Termite and Pest Control. I said, hey, thank them. Folks, you can call them today, Winfield Termite and Pest Control, 401-821-7800, online, winfieldpest.com. Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service, Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Remember, family-friendly pest control professionals that you can trust for your home. Call them today, 821 821- 7800. What can Winfield Termite and Pest Control do? Well, remove ants, termites, mice, cockroaches, any pest from your home, yard, business, or commercial property. For a free estimate or to schedule a home inspection, call Winfield Termite and Pest Control today. The team you can depend on. 821-7800. Now listen, this is going to be a bad tick season. 
but it won't be or mosquitoes not if you call windfield termite and pest control they can protect you your family from ticks mosquitoes now listen who knows what potential viruses that could be spread whether it be from a mosquito this is not the time that you want to get lyme disease from a tick you'll be able to enjoy your property maybe for yourself for your family for your grandchildren protect your home your family and business and that's what it's about protection i trust winfield termite and pest control to protect you your family your property your home and your business winfield termite and pest control call them today 821-7800 821-7800 winfield termite pest control rhode island's most dependable pest control service a family-friendly pest control professionals folks you're going to love these guys you can trust call them today 821-7800 or online at winfieldpest.com attention business owners in today's world customers judge you by your website and for most people their first introduction to your business or company is your website karen etchells at innovast is here to help give her a call at 401-321-2799 hey now it's 2020 you gotta freshen up that old website design that al gore invented if you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years contact karen etchells at innovast digital marketing she will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results she's local and responsive give karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799 that's 401-321-2799 or find karen on the web at www.innovast.com this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by lawn doctor call today your best lawn ever guaranteed 401-392-1025 401-392-1025 or online they have a great website lawndoctor.com what do they do well outdoor pest control annual program lawn care service they make great lawns happen lawn doctor at island your lawn care company love your lawn best lawn guaranteed call them today 401-392-1025 free uh consultation and estimate 401-392-1025 lawn doctor and now is the time because you can get the early spring the crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium line lawn doctor Go online, check them out. It's lawndoctor.com or call them today, 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor. Well, folks, we start at 11. We go till 2. It's the John DePietro program. Uh, weekdays, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, and always online. Visit the website, dipietro.com. With me is uh, Sun Chronicle columnist Donna Perry. DJ, let's go to uh, Vice Presidential Biden. All eyes on him. What do you think? Uh, first of all, he still has kind of been off the scene and, and people are saying, you know, Terry McAuliffe joked, I used to go back to the basement and making jokes about it. Right. But he right. is out. Where do you see right now things are leading for? And this is the big pick of who is he going to pick to be his VP choice? Yeah, I mean, um, they're about a month and a half out from making that, but they, you know, they obviously have to be zeroing in. And and I think the the protests... Uh, and Black Lives Matter as now, obviously, possibly the most influential political group operating in the country right yes. now. I think their influence, um, you know, really looms large on this. And so I do think that it's it's going to be a lot of scrutiny by, by his vetting team, um, whether it's Kamala Harris, who has certainly already a national reputation, but then she... You know, as a prosecutor in California, there, you know, they're, they're, there's some dust there about difficult cases uh, with minorities that she was involved in. Um, people now begin to look at the mayor of Atlanta with this now new, terrible, you know, big prominent case, um, Keisha Bottoms. Yep. And she, she, to me, she's, she's actually very, very good and very authentic on her feet. Now, I would say she's very, a little bit junior- looking you know she's very very young 
um, and doesn't have any kind of a national profile. But I, I just think that these events of what we've seen uh, since the George Floyd killing, I, I think that is really uh, very unusual in a presidential cycle. But I think that's completely going to influence the pick. I I'd also think that they they have floated the names of people like um, Val Demings, who who was a chief of police in Florida, yep. and she's now you know a congresswoman. The thing about anyone like that, J.D., now, if you're his team, you really have to look into their background and, and they have to be very straightforward. Obviously, they're talking to each other, but they, they it's almost like a background check on steroids because they want to say, like, Val, were you involved in any, you know what I mean, like a very controversial police killing situation? And then the media is going to run with that. Um or, or, you know, some corners of the media could point that up. So so I think anyone who was in law enforcement uh, of any of the ones he's really zeroing in on, which I think it, there is no question this will be a black female. I think there, that whether that was originally where he was going with it or not, I think that's where he's going to go with it. So I think that those kinds of questions, what was uh, the law enforcement background? Is there a controversial case they were connected to. Yes. I would watch for that to tip his hand. But to your larger point about Biden, how does he look right now? I mean, I, I think this, J.D., he, he looks like what you see is what you get. Yeah. There's, there's not going to be a magical change. No. Um, he's in his late 70s. Um, a lot of things in his life have taken their toll. I think it's apparent he does lose his way in a lot sometimes in a conversation. It's very there on camera. I mean, I think that's going to be who he is. And I think that also makes the VP pick that much more critical because people will be and Trump's team will very capably say, OK, whoever he picks could easily be the president. So you have to feel like you're comfortable with that person. You know, it is incredible right now how powerful Black Lives Matter is. If they were to come after someone, uh, just even them a racist, they are so uh, such a force right now that I would think that whoever the Biden pick is for VP, he better make sure yeah. that it, it basically uh, is going to get a thumbs up from Black Lives Matter, because otherwise they're going to turn that pick in the convention upside down. As far as Team Trump, I mean, you can't ignore the media. The media has no problem with, quote, the peaceful protest. Thousands of people together marching a mile long in L.A., yet they go after the president because then he's going to have his first rally. And suddenly, oh, how can you endanger all those people? But what do you yeah. think? What is Team Trump doing right? And what do you think they're doing wrong? Well, uh, you know, ironically, despite all the criticism, again, I think his sense of timing um, continues to be underestimated at that that he's very savvy about that and by doing this Oklahoma uh rally which I know that you know that he he really rightfully should not have scheduled it near that very uh Juneteenth anniversary they just moved it over by one day but I think the rally is going to be very important for him in a couple of ways and I think if you're going to see his poll numbers rise in the days after, and I predict you will absolutely see that, J.D., um, and, I, I saw, and I think it's like going to give him kind of a, a new, you know, new vigor and steam, yes. which I think he's really been lacking. Um, I really do. I think that it's I think he feels like it's time. Yep. You know, I am in a reelection. I know we've had all of this thrown at us and he's. You know, weathered the pandemic and then the media very, you know, contra saying he doesn't take it seriously and the economy crushed and now all this unrest. And I think he will be, you know, needs that Trump stuff that he gets from back and forth and in person with his supporters. So, you know, I would watch for some rising polls. Um, I also think he will probably have a few new uh, stuff to throw out at Biden because there's really only been like a one-way conversation going on right now. Um, I mean, this is a big, complicated country to govern, Jay, and, and you, compassion, everyone knows race relations need reform, but it's a big country and there's many 
challenges and issues. And, and the media has just been fixated in this one direction. And I think, you know, Trump being out there this weekend, I think is going to be, you know, significant to kind of say, you know, look, the campaign summer has started. And so I, I think, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, I think, of course, the opening for the media is that we know the narrative will be to chase down anyone there and try to find out like who gets sick after the rally that that'll you know that that's going to be the next narrative next week they're going to want to know you know who are people infected it, w- it will however i think and i agree with you and again folks uh, good afternoon it's sean peach with me is donna perry um this is so important because this needs to show the trump supporters you're not alone this needs to show the trump supporters we're all still going that this thing is moving forward uh, I think the Democrat Party Biden team, um, they're going to make a huge mistake if they think that silence is compliance. When someone puts on the television and sees burning police cars and burning cities, they may not say anything about it. They may not answer a pollster. That doesn't mean they're on board with it. That doesn't mean they condone it. And that doesn't mean they agree with it. People are frightened by this. I think. As much as people knock him and the media is all over him, but President Trump with the law and order, this is not acceptable. We still need the police. Uh, We're still a nation of laws. That resonates to me, not only with most people, but it resonates with people who vote. So just because, you know, this is their moment of smashing windows and everything's wrong and tearing down statues. I think the people are going to have their say come in November because most people are not on board with those types of actions. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely agree with that. And I think that that's a spot on observation that him visibly being out there is what kind of has been missing JD. And I think the two key things, I think he is going to project it, that you, as a lot of my supporters, you want reasonable police reforms and that's okay. And you have had a reasonable response to the virus. And now we do generally see that it is dissipating. There are spikes in some states. And the media goes crazy. But those are great points, J.D., because I think you're right. Like the people who feel uh, I'm a reasonable person, yeah. but I don't like all this high-pitched hysteria. And we're not going to like rewrite how we operate the United States, what, like by August? I mean, you know, this thing of it's an emergency and and we have a racist problem. It's an emergency and we have to fix it now. Um, I think people need that validation from him who back him and say, you know, we got to do reasonable approaches here. And they're going and they want to see that they are, you know, that they have that candidate who who really kind of represents that to them. And on Saturday night, when police officers all over the country, and there's one million of them, and you know that's a powerful union that uh, traditionally I think uh, Vice President Biden would feel that he would have. But yeah. they're going to put on their televisions, and they're going to see the President of the United States saying, let's hear it for the, all our law enforcement and military. And they're going to hear thunderous applause from a full arena of people. And you're going to have police officers, their families, uh, their friends, police officers all over the country that have been under attack uh, for the past since this whole thing happened are suddenly going to find there are people that appreciate them. There are people that cheer for them and there are people that are in their corner. And guess what? It's not Joe Biden and it's not the Democrats. It's President Trump and his supporters. That's a huge move. Uh, th- and that's a, a brilliant political uh, thing that got set up. And, and you're right. I mean, I think the morale among police, whether it's big city, New York, or anywhere local, they, a lot of them say it's never been lower. They do feel completely uh, under attack and they, they do feel almost this, you know, growing hostility, uh, sometimes from maybe, you know, corners of their own um, town that yes. you know, they feel, and, and it's, it's kind of like hurtful. And I think it's stunning to them that obviously there can be bad cops, but it doesn't represent the majority. And I think that that what Trump has arranged for the weekend, that is going to be very significant. I mean, in some ways, you you know, what's funny, J.D., what, what's really building is the two big forces in the country right now is going to grow is going to be the police unions 
and Black Lives Matter, That's which right. are going to grow in stature as major players yep. in this election. And um, I, I definitely think it's building to that. And that's what the election is going to be between. Donna Perry, how can people read your uh, terrific work in the Sun Chronicle? Thank you, J.D. And I'll be writing about the statues this week. It's thesunchronicle.com. Folks, it's Donna Perry. DJ, great job. We'll talk to you again. Be here. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, M-E-G-A, Professionals. Call them today, 508 336 7801-508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local, aka sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's John DePietro. Listen, folks, this is a unique situation. But instead of wasting the time by just watching television or old episodes of old movies, instead, clean up your home, clean up your attic, clean up your basement and your garage. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401 401- 688-0517. Call them for a free estimate. They will deliver a dumpster right to your home. Do some spring cleaning. Use this time to finally clean that out that old junk from your basement, from your attic, from your garage. Do some spring cleaning. Use this unique time. Call Brothers Disposal today. 401 688 They'll come to your home. They will drop off a dumpster. You load it up, tell them whenever it is. Maybe it stays for a week. Maybe it stays for a weekend. Maybe it stays for one day. Call Brothers Disposal today. Free estimate, 401-688-0517. Stop watching Netflix. Do something productive. Finally, clean up your home. Clean out that garage or the attic or the basement. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Free estimate, 401 401- 688-0517. It's Brother's Disposal, and let's get a dumpster in the driveway. It's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at dipietro.com. Right at the top, click on the Listen Live. Well, the story out of New York that initially broke saying that some uh, New York City police officers, that someone put bleach in their shakes at Shake Shack, Um, They're saying now that they don't believe that that is the case, that instead that somehow they weren't cleaned properly. There were uh, some New York City uh, police officers that were, I think they were actually working a protest in lower Manhattan, right at uh, lower Broadway and Fulton Street, which is actually not far from, well, it's right down to the Wall Street area and it's actually not far from Ground Zero. Uh, But what I think is frightening, even if this now proves to be false, Uh, that this did not happen with the Shake Shack, and they're trying to get to the bottom of it. What I think is frightening is the fact, folks, of the reaction that went out online when uh, the story broke that they believed that three New York City police officers had been poisoned. Someone put bleach in it. The comments online are frightening. The fear of copycat is real. We have disintegrated into very dangerous territory right now where people are being cheered 
at the possibility. You should see the comments online. Wow, what a great idea. I work in such and such a place. We're going to do that. Boy, this is the solution. Maybe we should, here is another comment. Here, maybe we should all do it on one day. Something has to be done. This is atrocious what is going on with law enforcement. This is terrible. You don't poison police. What has happened? We have fall, fallen into a third world country. Police, uh, you know, should there be police reform? Uh, you know, yes, obviously. And, and, and that is being looked at. But we don't do it in this type of way. People cheering on. There's something wrong with people that feel that that would be justified. And you watch. This is what's going on. Throwing things at police, that's tolerated. Now trying to poison police. Folks, we can't have a society where this is being celebrated. Those that are encouraging that need to be called out. And, and what a lot of people also don't identify is this was one of the criticisms of Black Lives Matter when it first came about was because of and colin kaepernick you know no one talks about the fact that he was wearing those socks that had um you know the head of a pig in a police uniform and uh you know the in the in 2015 when black lives matter really started to show up on the national um uh you know national landscape uh there there a lot of those demonstrations they were beyond anti-police they were preaching violence and like kill the police now you haven't heard that as much you do see it with some of the signs you do see it a lot of the protests i've talked about on this show how the local media they won't they ignore it they pretend you know i demonstrated that last week that there was a demonstration in south kingstown and the local reporter was like what a beautiful peaceful demonstration showed a little boy sitting on a rock holding a sign and what they don't show you is behind that is people with very vulgar anti now it goes beyond anti-police they want harm to police they use obscene language regarding the police they want to you know i, I don't even want to say it like kill the police the media has an obligation to report that i had a back and forth with one of those anchors at channel six who basically said we have the right to pick what picture we want to show excuse me that that's not your job you're supposed to show a reflective if there are signs at a rally or a protest and they are vulgar or they're obscene or they're encouraging violence towards in this case the police you absolutely have an obligation to show that and report that well we can't show vulgarity i i get that then you black it out and show people just how obscene it is that you can't even show it but you're misrepresenting what's happening by putting forth this narrative that there's a little boy sitting there in a rock holding a sign of that that's not an accurate depiction of what was going on at this god they were in love with the phrase the peaceful rally i don't know where this came from uh but this is frightening time folks i i stand with police police men and women they need our support i feel terrible for their families um they are uh so, so many times they're so involved in the community both uh, police men and women they do the right things and uh and this has to come to an end of uh in this business now of uh, poisoning their food is disgraceful this to me goes into the area of domestic terrorism it does i'm john DePietro. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same day, text estimate 401 617-2585 they have a great facebook page bethel certified soft wash let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home the side of your home on your pavement on your patio maybe it's on the basketball court 
Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kids said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. They said it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585 find them on facebook it's bethel certified soft wash it's going to make your property your home your deck your walkway any outdoor surface he can get rid of it as far as the algae mildew gets rid of it with a very safe solution it's bethel certified soft wash we look like tom hanks in castaway tom brady left now remember johnson propane you can call phil 621-8129 think of this since 1971 johnson propane phil right there 904 Manton Avenue, easy to find, right next door to Wendy's, in front of the Stop and Shop. It's Johnson Propane, seven days a week from 9 to 7. You can call them at 621-8129. This is where you want to get all your propane tanks filled. And folks, Phil never runs out. Now, here's the thing about Johnson Propane. 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right in front of the Stop and Shop. He will refill your Blue Rhino tank. Now, most of the time when you take it somewhere, they swap it out. It's 22 bucks. Now with Phil, $15, seven days a week, all your propane, drive in, no wait. He never runs out. Johnson Propane, since 1971, Mayor Dorley cut the ribbon on it. Phil Johnson is right there. You know why? People know he's reliable for propane. Bring in your Blue Rhino tank. Think of this. You bring in two of them, saving $7 in each one. Most of the time it's 22 and they'll swap it out. Not with Phil. You're saving basically close to $15. Stop it and see them. Over the next few months, you're going to want to be outside. You're going to want to grill. You're going to need your propane. Johnson Propane, 621-8129-904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right at the back of Rhode Island College, front of Stop and Shop, right next door to Wendy's. Stop it and see Phil. He's open seven days a week from 9 to 7. Get all the propane you need. He doesn't run out at Johnson Propane. 